What's up, everybody, and welcome to this week's episode of Prime Examples. I'm Prime Time here with Philly and the big homie Prince. Our melanated fact check person is in the house. <laughs> We're all here, actually. <laughs> it's been a a long time since we've all been in the same spot. And we've been on the go. <laughs> this is a podcast where we get together once a week and figure it out. So without further ado, let's get right into it. <laughs> Prince. What was that? <laughs> so uh, give a shout out to some black excellence. Um, if anybody's missed it, Miss Miss Universe uh-huh. is has won by South Africa's Zozabini Tunzi. Um, and she just killed it, man. She's mm-hmm. beautiful, South African. Black woman. Black. Yes, black yes. woman. Yeah. Eloquent. Eloquent. Um, and there's a couple shout-outs, too, we're going to give yeah, out to. Yeah, so they're saying that the four major beauty pageants, that's Philly School, that's it's not the only beauty pageants, <laughs> but black women. No, I, I, I said, yeah. sorry, I didn't say it's not the only. I said it's not the major one. Yes, it's yes. only the American major exactly. And you're right, because yeah. it's Miss Teen USA, Miss America, and Miss USA are all black women. So when Miss Universe won, they figured out oh, all the major beauty pageants. But you're right. They're America-focused. Big shout out. Black excellence. You got to love it. Yeah. Now let's cut ourselves down. <laughs> I don't know if it's a cut down. Um, so the story that's been popping up online a lot the last day or two is Lizzo at a Lakers game. I believe she was quite Is that how you pronounce her name? Lizzo? Lizzo? Lizzo. I assume it was Lizzo. Lizzo. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I've heard Lizzo, but also I think the two Zs make it Lizzo. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it is Lizzo, yeah. (laughs) Lizzo, uh, she went to a Lakers game in a revealing outfit uh, with the butt cleavage. So she had a a long t-shirt on and she got a lot of attention because the ass was cut out. (laughs) And she was wearing a thong. And no, the Megatron caught her, right? What is it? Is it called Megatron? Did I just make something up for the big screen? I think you said something from from, um, Transformers. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Megatron. That's the guy from the Decepticons. Jumbotron. That's what I'm trying to get. She was on camera a lot. And then she was like, uh, at one point, I think the cheerleaders were doing her song. Yeah. And she she was twerking. Um, you know, in her thong out for the world. And she got a lot of hate online, which is not unusual um, because she's a big girl. Um, but some of the hate was specifically about the outfit choice. And they're like, it's not, some of the hate is not about the size, the criticism that she was getting, what they're saying. The yeah. fat shaming. But it's about, because the fat shaming is definitely an aspect of it. And she's been like, a, I think like a, a beautiful example of shrugging off that, Um, sort of nasty societal tendency, right? Mm -hmm. Um, But she's also been uh, criticized for wearing really revealing clothes. And in this case, people are going off about her outfit at the ballgame. You know, people are calling it a fail or whatever. Um, What do y'all think? I think she's had a few consecutive fails. Yeah? And I like Lizzo. She had the fail where the lady from Postmates or whatever didn't come and deliver her food. And she felt <laughs> I didn't know about this. She felt it was appropriate to post the woman who is, you know, just working, delivering food on a bike, to post her picture to her millions of fans and say, this woman stole my food. 
And the woman got death threats, hate messages, when in reality... People she, are assholes. She, right. in, in turns reality, out... Yeah. She gave a fake name because she's a celebrity, and they couldn't reach her, so the lady just left. And she went lady, to the hotel, brought the food, gave her the name that was given to her. And she, they couldn't find her. She couldn't it. verify. She waited 10 minutes. She tried calling, and then she boogied because they, so, they're on a time. And now she's getting calls. sued, and I agree. She should get sued. And then she had to fail um, where she stole the lyric. Uh, Ooh, that's oh, that's She was yeah, she was accused of taking I'm a hundred percent I'm a hundred DNA yeah. tests came back I'm hundred percent that bitch and she denied it for a little bit. And then Well what DNA results? She has that line in her song. <laughs> it's a song. It's a song. <laughs> okay. Oh, sorry. <laughs> There's a line in the song which is a big line and it's it's funny, uh-huh. right? And there are uh, two other songwriters that she worked with um who said that she stole it from them. Yeah, and there was also the woman. She didn't admit to that one. She admitted to the woman who said, "I tweeted this years ago," and then finally was admitted to seeing that. So I think she's had a few consecutive fails, and this to me is a fail. Why is this one a fail? For me, I, I think she's using the fat shaming as an excuse to justify her behavior. I don't care if it was Rihanna yes, in a song person. on Jumbotron. I don't. It's 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 classless, and it wasn't necessary. There's a time and place. Mm-hmm. You can do that in Hustlers. In the mm-hmm. movie, you are in Hustlers. You can do that on your concert set. But to come to a public place where you weren't the center of attention, you're a guest watching a basketball game and think it's appropriate, and then when you get hate, instead of owning up to it, she has this defense mechanism. No, own up to your shit. It was classless. Now, I wish I had the. Da, 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 da. We need sounds. <laughs> yeah, we need some sounds, dog. That was fire. Here's what I wonder. I wonder, okay, so are boobs and butt very different? Because Brianna goes out with her titties and nipples out. Mm hmm. On a regular basis, she's yeah. not the only one, but lots of, lots of sort of famous, smaller girls. Just in case that's relevant to yeah. the conversation for anybody, mm-hmm. um, go with their boobs out all the time. So is it is it because it's a butt? No, is I, a butt I, less acceptable? No, for me it's the venue, yo. Like mm-hmm. Rihanna goes to basketball games all the time. She has no boobs on her ass out most of the time. Just some jeans sweatshirt people just kind of just casual to a basketball game there's kids there there's families there yeah it's like her outfit i didn't even think was an outfit personally i watched the game more mm-hmm. and anthony davis scored 50 points so mm-hmm. shout out to him i was paying attention to that but it was just a long tee that she had and literally the only part that was cut out was the ass cheeks mm-hmm. you know what mm-hmm. i mean so you knew your outfit you were going to wear was going to gain attention mm-hmm. and social media is what you wanted and that's what the attention you get um, personally, I think she I expected think she, the backlash. Here's the thing, hundred percent. I think she's, she's been she getting did. it for. But what did she you just expect? Put up a naked picture, and she got backlash. For I don't care. Time. Post a naked picture on social media because it's choose. Yeah, then girls do that all the time. That's cool. For me, it was the the venue. Like, no, I understand your point, but I think that she definitely expected the backlash. She's been getting the backlash for much less based mm-hmm. on the example we just gave. No, I guess so. And there's always going to be haters. I no think. I think, think. I think the most like American. And even though we're not American, but the most like American thing out there is going to a ball game with your family. You know what I mean? And I think people really attacked it because that's not the venue where you, one, you sit with your bare ass on them seats. (laughs) That's a public health issue. (laughs) All right. Two, the Jumbotron came and looked at you like whatever, you know, Megatron showed up and you were, you were on the screen. The first thing you think to do is I'm going to turn around and show my ass. Like, where the fuck? Who raised you? You but know look, what I mean? Look, There's look. no point where I'm going to think that fat is not even on, my, like, on the radar for me right now. It's literally the camera came to your face at a family event. 
And what you decided to do was turn your ass and show it. Because you planned this out. You wore that on purpose. You didn't fucking wear that 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 the the, the ass cheeks out to a ball game by no fucking <laughs> by accident. Hell no. You planned this. So freaking when you got there and you knew you're a semi-celebrity or whatever the fuck she is, and the, the Megan Chan was gonna show up and look her in the eyes, and when people looked at her, she was gonna freaking she had this planned out. Oh, she drove I, there. I, I, she drove there I, knowing I think, what she was gonna do. I think you are one. 100% right. I think that the publicity does her a service. I think that she's That's done wrong. like lots of other stuff with publicity. But I do think that all of the Lizzo noise uh-huh. is extra hatery because I, as you said, like nobody goes to an NBA dress like that. I googled NBA revealing outfits and I've got Nicki Minaj with her boobs out and her butt out and everything else out. But it's very typical of Nicki. And so well, we were comparing uh, uh, Rihanna personally. No, 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 but no, no, Nicki's yeah, wild. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, so Nicki yeah, gets yeah. the pass. No, 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 no. Nikki came out like that too. I, you know, yo, like, you know what? Nikki sat there and watched the game. That's the thing. She ain't that's, the, up. that's another thing too. That's another thing. They're sitting on court side. The camera scrolls by them, literally, and goes, "There's Nikki Minaj." And you know what Nikki Minaj does, and what these other girls do that they that the camera comes on them. A little head nod. I think him, uh, the the queen of the England kind of wave <laughs> there. You know, and people people can't see, but I'm doing the queen of England wave, and. And they keep it moving, you know? But when the camera comes, it comes on every freaking celebrity. It goes on Spike Lee. It goes on freaking the guy who was on the grassy junior high. When it was on her, her song was on. They told her. There, see? It was fun, yeah. She had the cheerleaders dancing to her song. It's fun, bro. I don't know if she went there. There's no question. Yeah, but you know, all publicity. No, no, I don't think she went there planning to court. Yeah, the camera's going to go on her regardless. She knew her music was being played. I'm sorry. Yeah. But I don't think her publicist publicist knew she was gonna twerk, but I think <laughs> I think they knew that she was gonna get go on Megatron and freaking <laughs> uh, she, and she was gonna show her face, you know, and she was gonna she had the Queen's wave. Uh, she that's what she agreed to, and she bounced her whether, ass off. So whether or not whether or not <laughs> she had planned the twerk, she planned <laughs> the 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 ass cutout T-shirt. Absolutely. Yes. There's no, 100%. Like, we can we can all align. Hundred like, percent. She's there for. She's there. She took the opportunity for publicity. She's promoting, she's promoting an album. Absolutely. The noise is making sense for her. Her Instagram's been going nuts. We like, talking about it. So we should talk about the people around her that are saying yes to doing all this stupid shit. But it's that, you know, all publicity is is good publicity. But now I heard there's uh, a petition that she's getting banned from the Staples Center. Because <laughs> <laughs> that public know, health, man. Because you say what you bear ass. There's another dude. Who knows I forgot if you're his white. name. <laughs> Look, there's another dude that was there too during the game, uh, and the spotlight was on Lizzo and this dude. And apparently, I forgot his name, but he, he's on a viral. Like he basically throws money in the air, causes commotion. So he was oh, at yeah. the ball game. And he was throwing money in the air and crowd, and he's just making noise for no reason. Yeah. Security told me, "Oh, relax, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> sit down." Um, Lizzo was about to come day, on. <laughs> they wanted the publicity. They wanted people to talk, right? Yeah. And she's yes. making. We're talking about it right now. Exactly. Yeah. All the way in Canada. <laughs> you know what I mean? Which means, of course, it was on purpose. Yes, it was successful. Okay. Great marketing campaign. True. I think you're absolutely right. It's a family venue. I was watching the game. But she's not the only person that dressed like that. No, no, no. 100%. The butt, I think actually the butt out's kind of unique. I've been trying to think. And that's where the public health concern comes in. (laughs) Fam. 
You could have fucking a, a piece of shit hanging onto your ass Stop and you're it. sitting on the chair. Who knows? But who knows? Why am I supposed to trust that she wiped her ass well today? You know, you know what I'm saying? Why people, does she trust the seat? Hopefully, well, that's the, people, what I hopefully she, the good people at Staples Center. But maybe she has the money to, to deal. Well, yo, dog, I'm not playing that. I'm not playing that. But right? she did it for a reason. She got her attention. I don't think, I don't see the hype about why they, you know, all this noise I have not. It's just, yo, people do some wild shit at ball games. Facts. There's girls that flash at ball games. And they get kicked out. I think time times have changed her in Somali. (laughs) (laughs) So, speaking of publicity, Uh to bring this up to the group, um, did anybody see the Peloton ad? The The bike? The super fancy bike? Yeah, yeah, we have seen it. So, after it came out, for those who didn't watch, it was an ad. Let's describe the the, the ad, what happens there. It's a holiday ad. A husband surprises his wife, who's really thin for context. He surprises her with this $2,400 US bike. And what she does is... It's like an exercise bike. It's an exercise indoor bike. And what she does is she starts videotaping herself using the bike every day as like a video montage to her husband. Mm -hmm. And then what the ad ends is Christmas time. She's showing him the montage of her using the bike throughout the year. That's all they got. I guess for the next Christmas. So after the ad came out, people slammed it for being, you know, misogynist. She's already really thin. Um, and why she looking why she looked terrified while she's videotaping she, herself. Cause, cause <laughs> the, thing, you guys should watch the ad, which I guess means it works. <laughs> because because that's that's the <laughs> No no, it's still on. Yeah, it's still yeah, on. yeah that's still the, on. the kind of creepy part about it. On top of him giving his really thin wife an exercise bike and then her looking really like wide-eyed and kind of terrified as she's filming and then you you imagine her saying is this good is this good sir right like that's the voice and even at the end when she's watching the montage she's she's looking at him for approval like do you approve yeah of yeah that's true too so that's true yeah. at the end hey. she looks at him for like there's approval. a whole bunch of anxiety caused even in, in the images and she's like desperately biking and she's it's like, overly emotional you know what yeah, why is you, got, so you know what's crazy i watched that commercial i didn't look into that deep yo <laughs> Look, what I she, didn't either. What if she's training for Tour de France? What she, if she's on a I marathon? Marathon. Yeah. Yeah. I just looked at it. Yo, she got a bike. Yeah, that's true. That's true. As, as a dude, as a dude, I didn't pick up on the anxiety on the first uh, go. But when I was told, yo, this is what you should be looking out for. It's clear as fucking day. Like. Yeah. Yo, she looks back at the so camera. Funny. She looks back at the camera. Tehran day four or something. And yo, the look <laughs> on her face. It, yeah, the look on her face that says, yo, like did the guy standing behind her with the whip like on <laughs> <laughs> Dasher, on So what she did is the actress ended up actually mocking herself in that ad. Because Ryan Reynolds hired her to be in an ad for I think he a drink, like a drink yeah. and she's playing the same same character yeah. with her friends and they're she's just downing drinks so they she makes fun of it too. So Meanwhile yeah. the actor, the husband, is getting hate. This guy can't even land a regular commercial. Yeah. And that's why the public sucks, bro. <laughs> like the public he do not wrong. that's he why better, people he are sheep. Like the nigga is he working. Smiled. He showed up to work he that day. That's all he did. <laughs> he smiled awkwardly yeah. for like two scenes. His, exactly. his electricity bill? His electricity bill? Like, like exactly. Okay, wait. All three of you gotta repeat yourselves. <laughs> <laughs> if I didn't hear y'all, nobody else. Yeah, the yeah. commercial, like, poor guy. I just feel bad for him. Mm-hmm. But. So the, so the we're bringing it up. Uh-huh. Person's bringing it up because the commercial has like got a lot of criticism. It's made a lot of noise online. Stock market. Of, 
um oh the stock yes. so we were debating if it was and i'll let you get into that we were debating if it was um, a marketing fail which is how it's being described and yeah. press is good price. And, and, and in comparison to our like this is a, a comparative thing right so we're comparing a marketing win and a marketing fail we, we have two scenarios yeah yeah okay so we're I, not comparing the two we're saying are is one a marketing win or a marketing fail or is the next a marketing win or a marketing fail? Oh, yeah. So what's this one? It's the Ray J. Uh, no, the one, the Peloton. The Peloton oh, is a fail. Yes, this is a because fail. Because you were saying maybe it's not a fail because um, everybody's talking about it. But I said, no, it is a fail because their stocks plunge. So now they're saying an investor says the stock is only worth $5. The shares plunge by 6%. So... Hey, Nike plunged too when when their stocks NFL dropped them, but then all of a sudden, two days later, boosted up. Yeah, but Nike, I'm not calling them Nike. Nah, you can't call them. They're not my. They're not Nike. They're but not Nike. Look, any press is good press. You know what I mean? So they, if they have a good way of backing this up and coming from this, it's a good success story. I'm, and I'm 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 on that boat because like okay, I can imagine the stock price dropped, but. The point I was making even before we started recording, I had never heard of Peloton. Me neither. And now I know, not only do I know, even what they do, right? The bike has like a video in front of it, um, a screen. So you're, it's almost like a soul cycle. So a cycling class, but over a digital screen. And then, I don't know, in the commercial, the person on the screen, the trainer says her name. Mm -hmm. So I don't know if it's like a live video or whatever. But even the fact that this concept exists and I attach a specific brand to it, it's a Peloton bike. I know what that is now. The fact that it's on everybody's lips, mm -hmm. I compare it to like the designers who have the offensive images, like all the blackface stuff, right? Yeah. Maybe when the first designer, the second designer, I'll give it the third designer messes up at most. Mm -hmm. Maybe, maybe they're all just dummies. But eventually you realize that black rage brings you um, eyes and attention and social media clicks and a viral video yeah. or a viral image or a viral product and your sales go up as a result. And Peloton did not exist to me. I know out of out of the four of us here, one out of four knew it, right? Person you knew. I it. knew, I knew Peloton. I had no idea what it was. Now I know exactly what the hell it is. Mm -hmm. I know exactly what their commercial is. And if I was somebody looking for a creepy bike, <laughs> I might buy it. But the point is that we all know who it is. Mm -hmm. It's gone viral. What mm -hmm. that means is it's like a Super Bowl ad. Exactly. The, no, the kinds of visibility that they're getting that. off of this, you cannot pay for that. And they probably didn't expect it to. And, and, and look, I could probably get that bike on the low right now because I would want a bike. It's winter here, man. We, we got to stay healthy. We can't be running outside, jogging outside no, in negative 40, you know what I mean? So who knows? You say it's probably an accident. I don't. I think that modern marketing agencies, especially social media marketing that's agencies, what I know where you go they it. know exactly what the bloody hell they're doing. They know how to go viral. And you go way more viral with controversy rage than a really endearing commercial. Exactly. And that's why black rage uh things like the 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 things that these fashion designers do um these fashion houses do they they get the response that they're looking for you know everybody's saying and with this peloton ad i think the atmosphere with that that social media creates for women is one of anxiety and one of desperateness you know what i mean desperosity desperation, you know? desperation. <laughs> that's all right cool that's the word. <laughs> that's the word. so i think uh, i think ethics are out of the the question when it comes to marketing uh in this day and age and i think there's only so many ethical ways of marketing something that that's that are out there you know before 
um, people give up and decide to do things unethically or on the edge. And how do you make a desperate, like an atmosphere of desperation, an atmosphere of uh, desperation? And what was the other one I said? Anxiety. <laughs> and anxiety. Um, how can you market that? You know, mm-hmm. by making a video that's going to go viral uh, for the wrong reasons. Mm-hmm. You know, and then boom! All of a sudden, you're in the you're in the limelight. You know, mm-hmm. and I think that's a that's a very scary place to be because marketing that's is business. One of, but marketing, no marketing, and advertising, bro, run the world, and it's crazy like what they're willing to do in order Look, to make a buck. It's it's it, here's it's the thing. I remember I took countless it. suicides, countless uh, mental health issues, all this shit like has something to do with marketing and advertising and stuff. Not maybe directly, mm-hmm. but it's an influence and it's a factor. And I think that uh, ethics are out the window, but this was a marketing win for Peloton. I think that, look, with, with marketing, there's a, there's a psychological point mm-hmm. that they put into things. Like I remember I took a marketing class years ago. And years, years, years. Things years. I learned, <laughs> some shit like, you know, uh, for example, Kids breakfast cereal. Yeah. Yes. All the cartoon characters. Mm-hmm. You look at them, the eyes are all pointing downwards. People don't notice that shit. Yeah. But the objective of that is they put it at a reach for kids and they connect with the oh. kids. are looking up at the cereal box oh. so the cartoon character like don't trust. Yeah, he sees the dude and he goes, I want that one. All yeah, of them. He's, he's looking at me. It's like an unconscious thing for little kids. Little Where little they kids. place them, the ads that they yeah. put out for them, everything in terms of business and marketing, that's always going to be planted like mm-hmm. psychologically it's meant mm-hmm. to be you know what i mean they meant to put out that commercial on purpose do you think it's a win i think like i said all publicity is, is a win well, but was it intentionally like time? like was their campaign in their room um when they had closed the doors they said yo dog we're gonna freaking uh we're gonna do this unethical campaign to go viral using this stuff or no. did they actually freaking make the mistake of of making a video that looked whack and it looked freaky and it, and it got a whack response it's gonna be and it's, they... it's gonna be one of two layers mm-hmm. of almost intelligence and i say that like as a dual term intelligence like smarts <laughs> and intelligence like research right because i don't think that even if they sat in the room and did it on purpose they didn't sit down and say we're gonna make an unethical ad they said we're gonna make a viral ad i'm gonna put a commercial on like tv or whatever mm-hmm. that everybody on the internet is going to be talking about And how do you do that? You piss them off, right? But it's got to be subtle enough that it doesn't look on purpose. Now, that takes a certain level of... But it's on purpose, on purpose. It's completely on purpose. (laughs) Okay, okay. And I don't know if it was was that or (coughs) it was an accident. Like, um, coolest monkey in the jungle. I don't know if you guys remember that. H&M, yeah. H&M, right? I think See how everybody said the name real quick? Mm -hmm. And I think that that one wasn't intentional. But... Monkeying around with a little black kid? It's completely offensive. Oh. I think there's a lot of ignorant people in the room. Maybe it was on purpose. Regardless, right? It it did them. Uh, it got their names on everybody's mouth, mm-hmm. and it got everybody paying attention to that recently. Like I don't think that a negative marketing campaign is a new concept, but I think that how to go viral is a field that's evolving right now. Yeah, because like YouTube and Instagram, and you know, however people are sharing these things are things that are coming of age now. Mm-hmm. for the first time and the marketing agencies are getting really smart about it there's a music video and it's driving me nuts i want to say it might be young thug but it might be the other guy i mix up with young thug sometimes <laughs> there's a music video where the videographer um throughout it 
and I'm going to find it later in the episode, but throughout the video, um, um, basically is showing us how it's like, um, B-roll, right? Like I had to get, I got this footage on this day. He refused to film. So I got this Young Thug. and then it's Young Thug, right? Yeah. What's the song? I, I don't remember, but he spent 500,000. He spent 500,000. He, he didn't show up for it. On a video he didn't show up for the shoot for. And the whole video was going through that process, right? Wyclef no, it's Young Thug. Um, Where did Wyclef John come from? I don't know. But <laughs> so here's what happens, right? Yeah. So they're, they're going through the, the, throughout the video, the videographers basically got words, text on the screen, mm-hmm. and it's showing like all the work going into this video that's not quite, um, uh, that didn't end up as a finished product. Mm-hmm. But it's brilliant. It's so fun to watch. It's so entertaining. It's a dope video. It's so well done. I get to the end of it and I go, it's, yeah, it's it, fabulous. It was definitely on purpose. And I like messaged a friend about it and we argued about it. And then I messaged a bunch of other friends about it. And like, Everybody was so determined to believe that it was sincere because it was really entertaining. But I thought it was so good. I think it was plotted from Jump Street. Mm-hmm. Like, I think, like, Young Thug was in on it. Mm-hmm. And maybe I'm wrong, but it's I feel like it's that same debate with this commercial. Like, it's gone so viral, and her terror is so obvious in her eyes, <laughs> right? That even if you thought this commercial was yeah. a good idea, if you're directing that, if you're a PA on that yeah. set, anybody, and you don't think that woman looks like she's about to cry, mm-hmm. Right? How did you miss her face? You picked her because of the kind of bulgy eyes. Yeah. <laughs> she has those eyes. Those I'm terrified that that looks like a natural look she can give. She does. She does. She looks like a cartoon very character. True, very a true. Terrified woman. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, did you really miss that? But you guys said you guys watched it casually the first time and you missed it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just I missed it. I the first time I saw it, yeah. I missed it. But then again, Peltron so like Peltron would hire But I think niggas don't look for shit like that. <laughs> Peltron would hire a agency to do this for them. Like they don't they're not out there, right? So they're like, We need a, we need something that That'll brings our name out there and we'll let you guys take the reins on whatever you guys want to do, baby. Yeah. And if they probably came up with this idea for them, this is what we want to do, they said, do it. They don't know nothing about so it's a bunch of old guys probably running Peloton. I, it could have gone one of two ways. It could have gone that Peloton said. Um, oh, Peloton. It could. I think. I'm not sure. Yeah, it is. Yeah. yeah. It could have gone that Peloton said, "Hey, we want this kind of ad, this kind of ad, this kind of this kind of ad." Mm-hmm. And when the when the when you don't trust the expert, because I, I work in the corporate space, so it's like you you give them ideas. I think the best way to work is you give your vendor ideas. So you mark your ad agency ideas and then you let them come up with something beautiful. Even if you watch Mad Men, mm-hmm. you've probably seen this. Mm-hmm. Like, don't give them too much direction. Let, let, let them do, let it them there, do yeah. their thing and see what their expertise bring. And then there's the other kind of customer that says, um, that gives all the requirements, right? Yeah. Like exactly how it has to Say be Say everything that's in bold. And the best ad campaigns, my gut says, come out of letting ad agencies be creative. Uh-huh. So if they did, do if they are like the old men who were like really restrictive, right? Like, like, no, I want her husband to give her the gift. And then she works really hard to make him happy. Yeah. Right? <laughs> and then she shows him at the end. Then maybe it was a mistake. But if it was like, go viral. And these guys, this ad agency was like, oh, we know how to go mm. viral. Yeah, yeah, we could do this. I, I, I think when it comes to marketing a product, mm. I think any time that we become outraged about something or any time that uh, the, we, our black outrage comes out or any time that the public gets uh, outraged and the, and then something goes viral that way. I think uh, there's channels that that thing had to go through, mm-hmm. and I don't think it's an accident that it ended up um, on the with the fi- on the finish reel. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like I think there was freaking meeting after meeting after meeting, 
And through all those meetings, it passed, it passed, it passed because it's something they were doing intentional. Like the turtleneck. Like the turtleneck didn't just show up, you know what I mean? And the the black face turtleneck. Like it didn't just show up. Like there was months of preparing that piece of clothing um for yeah for like to to be to make it to market to come out to market exactly you know so and meeting after meeting after meeting that shit kept getting the green light the green light the green light i personally don't think that anything at this point in time yeah in society in the world where we're at You're cynical um at this point i don't think nothing happens by accident i don't think anything comes onto my feet that i go fuck man you know what i mean <laughs> that that the whole point of that thing coming in the meetings that happened were yeah. to get that reaction out of me. Yeah, like political, like political advertising on Facebook. Political advertising. Me, I need to step in and defend person for a second. Mm-hmm. Young mm-hmm. Thug's song is called. Well, that's what I have. Oh, <laughs> it is. Okay, okay. okay. I'm okay. My gig. I'm Absolutely. Like this, the song is Why Club Jean. Mm-hmm. YouTube the video, guys. Yeah. I'm not a huge Young Thug fan. But I like that song and I love that video and that videographer is brilliant. I don't even whether it was planned or not, mm. but immediately my eyebrow went up and I went, This is solid. That was the plan from Jump Street. This is a fabulous <laughs> video. And all my friends got like really offended about it. <laughs> Speaking of I thought it was genius. Moments, yeah. Oh, let's uh let's go take let's take a break real quick and then uh we'll come back and and get to part two of this. Is this a marketing failure? Is this a marketing uh win? win? what's up everybody this is prime time from prime examples i wanted to thank everybody for tuning in um we greatly appreciate your support big shout outs to yourself uh we wanted to give a shout out to one of our sponsors at aries mobile detailing that's on instagram you can catch him at aries mobile detailing uh if you're in the edmonton area he will come to you uh and clean up your car clean up your burn damage whatever you need you call him he's got you uh the number is 780-782-0988 that's 780-782-0988 at aries mobile detailing Peace out, y'all. And we are back. So, uh, what were we talking about? Viral moments. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was the uh, yeah. the marketing fail and marketing win that we were talking about, Peloton. Yes. Yeah. Uh-huh. So what I wanted to bring up was, is Ray J's unbreakable glasses moment of marketing fail or marketing win? So a few days ago, he went and did an interview um, mm-hmm. with Complex, and he's promoting his so-called unbreakable glasses. Is that where it was on, Complex? Complex News. So then the oh. interviewer, Speedy, says, I bet I could break these. And then Ray J says, they're unbreakable. And then Speedy says, don't challenge me, Ray J. Mm-hmm. And then he goes, Speedy, they cannot break. It's impossible. And then if you watch the video, it's hilarious because he just breaks it. And he's looking right at Ray J and he just breaks it last. Dead in the eye. Dead in the eye breaks it. And then Ray J just stops and he goes, I don't care. I don't care. (laughs) So that to me was a marketing win because I think he's just a marketing genius. Who, Ray J? I think he's he's just a walking viral moment. Anything he does is just hilarious. And all these memes came out. And then one of the funniest ones was... um, 
I need somebody that's going to believe in me the way Ray J believes in those glasses. <laughs> There's so many different ones. Yeah. First off, the, nobody can say anything bad about Ray J because Ray J single-handedly, uh, I think, is like one of the most influential people in <laughs> in the fucking, like, what is it called? The entertainment realm. Like, he is Sucks. behind the scenes. Raycon. OMG. <laughs> Uh, he made the most popular sex tape that made <laughs> superstardom uh, Kim Kardashian and her family and her whole family. Um, what Scooty was it? bikes? The Scooty bikes. Yeah, he's on some millions. I think he just understands that. Hey, man, if you just throw things out, like Absolutely. they stick on the wall, and I think that's the his his attempt at things. And he's so charming. People just don't take him seriously. Like that, he has another viral moment where he's he pushed his would-be wife into the pool, and nobody even really got mad. What else has he done? Oh, the Breakfast Club. He he put on the Breakfast Club. He put on the Breakfast Club. Omg, dog. He put on the Breakfast Club. Called in when Fabulous is there and freaking indoor pool. Indoor pool. <laughs> <laughs> he really, he made the Breakfast Club. Yeah, sure. yeah, man. That's... I first tuned into the Breakfast Club to listen to that. Fact. And I didn't know that that was, like they were new. I, just, I didn't know about them. The thing about Ray J is that there's no. Oh, he didn't push his wife into the pool. She just had to push him, and he moved. <laughs> and he let her into the. He did. No, he he just, dodged. He it. stepped. He stepped and weaved. He might have. He might have given a little bit. A uh, little bit. A little well, bit. Right right along. Ain't nothing wrong with that. That sounds pro Ray J. I am not. I think that. I think that. Okay, he reminds me of Soldier Boy. <laughs> yes, that's yeah. the vibe. That's uh, the vibe. He reminds me, um, uh, and, and and like this other guy, only slightly better, Nick Cannon. Yep. Yeah. And it's the, what you said. Like they throw everything against the wall, mm-hmm. and something will stick. And they continuously, more so, Soldier Boy and Ray J, keep their names in the news for dumb reasons. Dumb but reasons. it works while they're doing dumb hustles yeah, that makes make money. dumb money. <laughs> Like you know what I'm saying? Glasses. The unbreakable glasses. Look, look, when he said that, first of all, that's not marketing. He just said that just for the shits of it. The man was asking him questions, and he just basically told me, like, oh, the unbreakable. He just okay, talking is shit. Is that how it was? Because I listened to yeah. it. I, I, I was wondering, he didn't name, that's not their name, right? No, no, not, not at all. He was basically he just, just said it. the thing is, the objective of his glasses was he could flip the, the, the front yeah. where it bends down. He can turn one um, ear handle and you turn know it down. It like, it's multi- uh-huh functional glasses okay. so he just talking shit where he's like yo they're unbreakable this, too exactly. and the guy's like whoa, whoa, whoa. He was don't, don't it, call yeah. me out on this i'm gonna break it exactly. he's like no no trust me they ain't breaking fam. he's like but come on Ray, they're breakable come on yeah no he was you know flinging I mean? it around like, yeah he was like he was like throwing it it's like, his reaction yeah, that went like, viral is- that's hilarious because he was like i don't care <laughs> you know what i mean <laughs> i'm bothered like, do you so okay if it's a marketing win, let's say to be a win, it has to be on purpose. To win for Ray I think his whole Did thing he do it on is purpose? on I think all everything he does is on purpose, okay. but I think this is his method of like marketing. Ray J as the clown. As the clown. Ray J goes in there, causes blah, 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 uses his mouth to get him to some shit, and that shit fucking goes viral. And attached with it are all the little things, the little fucking gizmos and gadgets and things that he nicks and what is it called? Nooks and crannies he puts on. Yeah. He's like he's like everybody's he does little, okay, I'm doing the like hand gestures of like <laughs> monkey dances. Like, you know, the guy with like, a, there's like a little with the top somewhere hat. with a top yeah, hat. Yeah, with the top hat. Right? 100%. And he's like, he's doing like, Scooty dance. Bike, here, tip me. Unbreakable yeah. glasses, here, tip, tip me. me. Yeah. And it's, uh, 
but he lives in a bigger house than all of us. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he does. You know, he does all that crazy shit, but it's at what cost? You know, there's no ethical uh, approach to any sort of marketing things that we have spoken about tonight. Right. <laughs> you know, this everything is, is so very, right. yeah, so everything is unethical and, and everything is something that you personally probably wouldn't do. So, you know? so let me ask you to our last three topics. Mm-hmm. Uh, was Lizzo marketing win or marketing fail? Marketing right. win, double, double. She gets the attention. hundred yep. percent. And the attention garners, the uh, listens, you know, yeah. all it is is getting people to go fucking stream your shit. That's the bottom line, right? Yeah. It's not like she's selling t-shirts in the name freaking hallway. Yeah. It's name recognition. Then you go freaking, oh, she's a singer too. What kind of music does she make? And people are curious. This is a yeah. train of thought that you follow, you know? You're right. That they're, that they're... The Lizzo ad comes up on YouTube and because I recognize the name, I might want to hear it. Boom. Okay. Do you I disagree. Okay. I think there's a rate of diminishing returns to publicity. I think Lizzo has reached that peak. Where people, she's just oversaturated. She I think people, knew. you're gonna no. count her out. She's yeah, yeah. you're gonna count her out. No, no, no. I, I, so she's done. Let her let go. She needs to person. take a break, and uh-huh. she needs to let the public become more curious about her. There needs to be an intrigue. There's nothing there for me. Did you guys even? You thought she was named Lizzo until tonight. <laughs> yeah, I think that. I think that. Who I understood is, Lizzo. I understood right? Lizzo Not because of Rizzo. Like you know Rizzo? Yeah. Huh? From the, the that movie. I can't remember. What where, was the? Where no, the it was from were. the movie where um, they where Brad Pitt and them grow up, and they, they he turns into a lawyer, and they, his friends turn the into Hell's gangsters. The Hell's Kitchen I'm one. That's the Rizzo, the black kid that that dies, what right? What's this movie called? I couldn't um, remember. Um, the Untouchables. The well, they start with the shopping cart. They throw down the thing. You guys, this is one of the greatest. Great. Because I I came out of it traumatized. I didn't know you knew this movie. Oh That's why you want to make it. That's why you want to That's why you want to When I tell people like movies that like messed me up. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. The sleepers. The sleepers. Yes. yes sleepers. sleepers. Yes. Yeah. And we him and his friend goes up, grow up in the gangsters. Go watch, go watch sleepers. <laughs> facts, and facts. Everything we and said everything about we said it. did not Just matter. Watch it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Wait. Okay. Marketing win, marketing fail. You were saying it's a. You were yeah. saying it's fail. a fail. It's interesting that you're saying oversaturated though, because not everybody. We're both. We can acknowledge yes. black women. Yeah. Not everybody knows. Most of the population of uh, Calgary. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Knows. But it was a number one. Does not. I don't. I don't know. Yeah. And for for us, it's like we we take it a, a double a, like uh, it's a it's a win. But our personal like feelings towards it make it a, a L for us, you know? Absolutely. Because like, she's a black woman. The Megatron looked at her and she started showing her ass, you know? It's like, you're like, fuck, come oh, on, man. Literally. You know? And you're literally yeah. like, yeah, and literally showing her yeah, ass, you know? Yeah, I think yeah, I, yeah, I, I took, do you. Yeah, but like, I took a little like, offense to it. I'm like, I do you. I was watching the game. Not, not <laughs> when Megatron is around, dog, and the, and the kids. People, yo, the kids, really? the kids. Public health. <laughs> but the, it was a marketing okay. W because no. it was planned. Yeah. Um, Pel- now you got Megatron in my head, and I want to say Peloton. <laughs> the Peloton, yeah, the Peloton. See, that's that's influential. Off off the mic, Prime and I had a long argument about what's influential, what defines. But Peloton marketing win or marketing fail? Win W. Yeah, unethical this, W, unethical this, W. Even with the stock price drop, the stock price drop is not an indicator of uh, a successful um, campaign. So W for Lizzo means she's getting more eyes and ears. W for Peloton means they're gonna have more they sales. have more they have more sales. The initial fall off will 
come back because of the sheer number of name rec- name rec- you know name recognition and that's a it's one step yeah it's one step backwards to take three forward kind of thing you know yeah. and but it's unethical uh it went through like i said it went through chains of of command and it yeah. went all the way to the top and it got green lighted and for me it's like nothing happens by accident yeah you, know? you think the commercial is unethical I think the commercial is super unethical. When you freaking look at it, when you see what it is, if, if it was on, if it was on her Christmas list, that's what I I'm saying. A Peloton, would that make it acceptable? If she was a chunkier girl, maybe. You know? <laughs> Are you I don't know. Like, but yo, if he's bringing it for a super skinny chick, like here. You know, it's and and, and, and the look on her face. I don't know. The weight probably doesn't make a difference. I, you know what I mean? Let's let's scratch that off the record. Yeah, yeah. But at least you can see me. Cyclists are skinny as fuck. First of all, I don't think you guys realize. What is she? The 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 environment that we live in. What social media does. Ah, and the fact that I kind of like I take all these classes now and I'm learning all this shit, and it's like this is really like nothing happens by accident, dog. So, but okay. So, but what if? Nope, lost my train of thought. Sorry. Okay, Ray J commercial. Or Ray J uh, viral moment. Marketing win. Always with Ray J. Oh, yeah. Always a W for Ray J. That's the one we can all He's not Brandy's little brother. He's Ray J. Everybody knows him as Ray J. What about the other thing he was in the news for recently? Slightly unrelated. Uh, He left his wife in a hotel. Yeah, abandoned in Vegas. To go party. And you know what I've seen in the comments on the the Unbreakable video? The unbreakable video, because the unbreakable video, he he does like a, he has like a nonchalant like the unbreakable, break him, yeah. break him, come on, Scotty, Scotty, don't play the break him, you know, like, and he has a seated face, and then on the comments, the people are like, yo, that's the face he gave his girlfriend, he gave us when he said, I never left my girlfriend and my family, you know, or my, yeah, in Las Vegas, yeah. and it looked like, yo, I believed it when he said it's not breakable. I was waiting for Scotty to try and break him and uh, and to struggle, you know. Yeah, and then when he got it under his foot and stomped it, maybe. <laughs> and then, but the when it snapped and I burst out laughing and the I don't care came out and then I burst out laughing even more. I immediately said, this guy is a genius. Like this is gonna go. <laughs> Because, yo, me, everybody skips through things throughout the whole day. All day you're skipping through uh, things on Instagram, things on freaking social media. But I watched that video like 15 times that day. You know what I mean? On purpose. I went back and watched it again. Watched it Because it was so funny that I said, yo, this guy's marketing technique is fucking epic. And yeah. I think it was him in terms of the reality TV world that he's in yeah and all that publicity that comes out on the headlines and stuff i think is all for the show okay and i think it's all plotted like this it's you oh. know what i mean i think it's all done specifically like, it's scripted it's scripted it was a you know scripted what I mean? abandoning yeah. in vegas the whole little fizz and the mariachi the only thing i know about that is they're on social like reality yeah. tv and social media right so I, I that whole thing i doubt he abandoned his his daughter and and his wife like abandoned abandoned mm-hmm. but it was worded that way or I'm assuming the show. So I'll give him the benefit That's of what she said. That's what his wife said. Yeah, but he's saying I left her in a hotel. Like, it was in a, in a house property and everything. Yeah. And I went to go get a bag. And she, no, she's she was upset she was about stranded. That. But, yeah, all be you're not stranded in Vegas. <laughs> you cannot be stranded in Vegas. She's like eight and a half months pregnant. <laughs> but you're not stranded in Vegas. <laughs> yeah, dog. She, she, she said she was stranded from going back to L.A. Come on, son. She got a bank account. She, oh, word. Set it up. I'm sure he, she has can get the jet set up and she's back on the flight. <laughs> but these guys, these people are also all people that really. Ray died. J got money, jet money. 
That's what I'm saying. There are people that want to stay so badly in the public eye. Yes. It has not, they have money. That's how they make money. But they, they also have money, money though. You but, know what I mean? But, but the way that they live, it's not forever money. They don't so, keep working because they don't have to. But they can literally use their celebrity. You know what I mean? I'm a former singer. He had that one hit, that one banger, one wish or whatever. He can literally build a brand and a business off of that. Ethically, normally. But he needs to be on Love and Hip Hop or whatever the show he's on. He needs to be. In the he needs if to he be can, in the in the forefront. He could like make a living off of his celebrity. You know what I mean? He can't. Not really. Okay, so with an yeah, item, sorry. ticket item that he's selling. If 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 he was selling Scooty Bike mm -hmm. and he wasn't on Love and Hip Hop or he wasn't in the blogs. We would have no idea. Scooty Bike would be like a, a stupid name for one of those ads for one of those foreign. But how he got into Scooty? That shit. Let's really look into it because I believe how he got into the Scooty business and stuff was not even through his like celebrity. But I mean, the reason we're paying attention yeah. to Scooty Bike, right? But it was already like it, it's it's evaluation came out in the news, and I think that's where people are like, "What the fuck? Ray J has a business that's doing multi million dollar like." backflips what the hell's going on here that's when people started paying attention i feel like i don't want to uh well, say I this is 100 percent. and most people I think first this heard is... about scooty bike because ray j said scooty bike in a bunch of different places <laughs> he had it on the show yeah. right like he had it in the commercials and then he said scooty bike 4500 times and it, and it looks like a, a fun little toy <laughs> sure but it's like it's because he's in our faces 100%. that we even and saw he does that on that purpose he's in our faces on uh. purpose he he does the TV shows. He'll be on the talk shows, the radio shows. He was on Wendy Williams and all that as well recently. Like he's he's keeping his name out there. Yeah, marketing win. Marketing, yeah. It was. We all agreed. Yeah, we all agreed. Everything's making everybody money. Yes, but you're gonna get backlash for some shit. So you and that's ethical. Yeah, you know what's what's ethical, what's not. We we called it earlier. We said viral stuff is usually the stuff that is controversial. Absolutely, rage. And just other emotions that they they shouldn't be marketing to, you know, mm. like rage you shouldn't be marketing to, depression you shouldn't be marketing to, mm. anxiety things like that, and those we find are the things that Is get that all get the, the traction. Depressed mumble rap. Yeah, let's get that depressed out of here because we're all on some good vibes. I have a question to pose. First, I want to say uh, for all the listeners, send us your questions, and we'll actually get to them and we'll talk about it. Uh, this is the first question a dude messaged me on uh, IG, and I'm going to read the question to you guys, and so then you guys can each take a moment and give me your answers so we can discuss it. Uh, so the guy goes, and he said, don't use my name. So we're not going to use your name, dog. Give us some context. Uh, he so this messaged. is serious? Yeah, this is a oh. serious, yeah, yeah. It's a relationship. <laughs> we're doing relationship advice right now. Okay. Like, so you're going to read the whole I'm going to read the whole thing. Job. Yeah, the okay. whole thing. Where's he from? No, it doesn't say where he's from. And all I just that. want to know his question. Why <laughs> people be anonymous? <laughs> I know. So he says, hey, I listened to your podcast and I have a question that I'm hoping you guys could answer on the next episode. Sorry if the message is long, by the way. Uh, some friends and I have been wondering, does a relationship benefit a man or a woman more? My view is from the beginning, it benefits the woman more. More times, the guy starts the convo, he arranges the dates, and is the entertainment. He's going to be saving for the engagement ring. The wedding is going to be all about her. And even we even say, uh, even through marriage, it's happy wife, happy life. And some women leave the marriage because he doesn't do something he used to do. 
but never taking into consideration the time, energy, and stress that it demanded from their significant other for something that's supposed to be a partnership. It seems quite one-sided. And then he goes, please let me know. Keep the show going. Repping for the diaspora. Boom. We got you, buddy. I love, but when someone says, yo, I hope it's not a long question. (laughs) It's been a long question. Yeah. That's a lot of uh, intake. So it's on the table now. Okay, so So go back to the question exactly. Let's spend the last few minutes uh, discussing this thoroughly. So what what part? Just right out with the the, right in the beginning. He he, Eminem and his friend were wondering: Does a uh, relationship benefit a man or a woman? And his stance was: He believes that it's it fulfills it's more beneficial for a woman because of the dates, uh, the entertainment, the convo. And uh, even through marriage, it's happy wife, happy life. Yeah. The entertainment part caught me (laughs) off. Because it says he is the entertainment. Like, do you not talk to each other? You got to be a stand-up comedian. (laughs) You know know, jokes on Like, what do you do? You break dancing? Like... Why, why isn't that? Why isn't it like you enjoy each other's company? There's no I, sense of partnership in his whole message. Do you guys think there's no sense of no, partnership? Hold on. So his, he, that just made it sound like it was work. So at the end of the day, if you feel like you are the feel like the entertainer, feel like you're doing everything, <laughs> you're uh-huh. doing then the yo, that's not for you. That's not a relationship you want to be in. It's where, not the person for you. Yeah, man, you're in a position where you got to put in all that work. You know, what I mean, it should be at a situation where you guys are mutually. Entertaining each other. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how to put that. That's uh, what's okay. benefits is benefits. Well, well, you know? Okay, so what is the answer to his question, right? Because he gave us his opinion, yeah. and that's what we're debating. But he said, "Who does the relationship benefit more, the and, man or the woman?" And, and he and used homeboy the, thinks it's it's the man, it's the woman. Mm-hmm. Sorry. And he used the term uh, the the phrase "it's a happy wife, happy life." Yeah. And with that, when I when I when I read that personally. I, I knew he wasn't married. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I knew you're not you're not married, but dude, uh, I am married, and it's not happy wife, happy life. It's happy husband and happy wife equals happy life. Like both people have to be happy in order for life to be happy, and to to put all that responsibility on one person um, is kind of fucked up. And you don't know, and you know, and that's how I know you're not married. You know, like you're putting all that on one person. I think I also thought that he wasn't married, but mm-hmm. more because he did so much detailed describing of the dating part of the relationship, right? That's like mm-hmm. like planning the date, entertaining her, <laughs> um, and then and then he talked about the wedding, and he said the wedding's all about her, mm-hmm. um, and then he said and then he said marriage, and then he kind of you you um, gave us like a, a standard cliche, yeah. yes, exactly, happy wife, happy life, yeah. but I think that. I think that, okay, so I know that all of us here are Somali. Mm-hmm. And so I'm going to talk about our cultural context. Last time that I checked. Understand. <laughs> yeah. But I think that, like, when you think about a Somali household, if you really look at that, especially a Somali household with children, right, with two parents and children, if you look at that and your immediate thought is, man, the man's doing all the work here, <laughs> I'd be shocked. Absolutely. Right? Like, like a, a lot of the like traditionally a lot of what's happening in the house falls on the hands uh, on the shoulders of a woman mm-hmm. right and um 
that doesn't mean everything. And it doesn't mean like what the man's doing outside of the house or inside the house doesn't count. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying, I think it's more balanced than you realize. Um, I think that you might be right about the courting phase. I'm going to call it right. So whatever comes before marriage, that a lot of times it is, it falls on the guy. Like when you described that, I was like, that sounds like <laughs> a great relationship. Up. That's exactly what's <laughs> up. You peacock, you're a dude. You got a peacock, man. You know what I mean? You're going to walk around and stretch your stuff, you know? You're going to make sure that she wants Initially, to come. Initially, though. Yeah, initially, you know what I mean? But for, for exactly for a happy life, um, that's a lot of responsibility to put on just the uh, the wife, you know? Like, it takes it's you two, two it's a two-people thing. But even going before marriage, like, mm-hmm. when you guys are dating, mm-hmm. like, it should at some point in time become... Mutual. Yeah, like, the Definitely. benefits should go even if on both every sides. Every single you know date I mean? is the guy's responsibility. Yeah. And like, it's not even just... He's yeah, tired. Yeah, yeah. She's kind of bored. Yeah. Because she never chose something. Yeah. That's a bit nuts. But courting, courting is not a relationship, right? Mm. Courting is peacocking. That's okay, when you're courting, you're peacocking. But when you're in the relationship, it's like, yo, you, you, you want to see each other benefit. You do things for each other. You're, it's, it, you're growing closer into that. Uh, into that sharing vibe that you're gonna sign up for, you know what I mean? Which for is life. for life, and and that's the thing, man. That's when you see that people are. You can tell who's married and who's not when they like are who's inexperienced in this uh, conversation when they throw a cliche out like that. Because uh, immediately that's what stood out to me as a married person, as a married man. I'm like, oh, that's wrong. You know what I mean? I know that for a fact. You know, and because you uh, can't be unhappy. You, you can't spend a whole marriage unhappy. To make just the other person happy. Yeah, that's a lot of responsibility. And if you're tallying benefits, it sounds like you're you're not in a good position. I mean, like that's not something you want to think about. You're keeping a checklist, yeah. Yeah, you don't need a checklist for your significant other. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's a, not love. It's it's enjoy the ride. If it mm-hmm. becomes a point where it's a job, mm-hmm. cut that. Mm-hmm. End of story. We have a friend here in the audience who, on a sort of a similar earlier debate today, mm-hmm. said, "Don't you love each other?" It <laughs> <laughs> was like. That's a great question. <laughs> and then the following question we asked was, what's love got to do? <laughs> no, but it's, it's, so who does it benefit more, the man or the woman? I think that, I think that I've, I've seen long marriages and I've seen new relationships and, and I've seen new marriages. And I think that there's definitely, there's like a reason in Islam, you know, it completes half your deen, right? Mm-hmm. There's so much benefit to be gained in that kind of union and that kind of space to, um, uh, to raise kids too, if that's your thing for both. Like I, I see, I've seen my boys grow so much in the context Absolutely. of a marriage. Right. And they become like, they start to remind me of our dads, right? Like, like the responsibility and the maturity and the compromise and all of that. And I've seen, um, my girlfriends, um, and my family who've been married who are women, like have much the same experience. Like there's this, uh, it's like, I call it, I always call it phase two of life, right? Like it's the next phase of adulthood. It's true. So I think there are definitely benefits for both. I think that part of your perspective, um, is because you're a man, right? Like if I listened to that, I wouldn't have had to guess because you can see all the responsibility you've had to take and all the effort you've had to make. And then you can, whether if you're, if we're right and you're not married yet you can foresee everything that you're going to feel like you have to do in that space but i think that you're not doing a great job of putting yourself in a woman's shoes and understanding everything that she does Mm -hmm. like alongside Mm -hmm. you in these moments Um, and i think if you think about it and maybe like look at the women around you in your life that you'll realize that it's it's not as one-sided as you think like Mm -hmm. it's not just for us 
while you out here doing things, she's out here doing things too. And it's a collective. Mm-hmm. And it, exactly, you have to understand it from um, the female point of view. Yeah, and the women in our lives have done so much that we take for granted. Like everything your mom does, you think of like everyday stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, or your mom did growing up, you think of as everyday stuff and you don't think about like that's effort and time. A hundred percent, a hundred percent. And that's a that's great one. Burden. That's a great one, especially as Somali uh, people. Uh, when we were young, like I know like when I saw my mom doing things, I knew to help and stuff, but I didn't think it was nothing like... Uh, like it was, it was. It's just what she does. Yeah, it's just what she does, mom. You know what I mean? It's mom. That mom does these things, you know. And then, as a grown man, as a married man, it's like, yeah, you you really see it in a different light. And I think, I think uh, the young gentleman who asked the question, uh, I think when his time comes, he's gonna see it in a different light too, you know. But um, and it feels like all work. I agree with person and mm-hmm. everybody else here. If it feels like all work and there's no Bounce. mutual benefit, that might not be the right fit. Exactly. Yeah, it's the person that's the issue. It sounds from his personal experiences. Mm-hmm. You need to keep. Don't your entertain receipts. yourself for nobody, bro. <laughs> keep your receipts, dog. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and 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 uh, like gratitude. Like try to pay attention to what other people are doing. Maybe you're just missing it. Absolutely. Yes, that's a great point. Maybe he's just not seeing the other the other side of it. Mm-hmm. You know, and and it's it. Man, there's so much gems that just got dropped. <laughs> I swear to God. <laughs> it's true because when you said that, I thought of love languages. Maybe the other person is doing something that he's not. And that he's not picking up on. And that's a conversation that we had. I was love languages and how people understand, like, they see love differently. So they might be looking for something, but it's not what they're, like, the actual they're love missing, that's happening. They're missing something else, you know? guys look it up, it, it's a book. I have not read the book, but I've seen the stuff online. It's like, there are five love languages. Um, so ways that people receive love, so acts of service, um, spending time together, gift giving. Yeah. So uh, different people offer love in different ways, mm-hmm. and different people want to receive love in different ways. And uh, that's how I know I'm on a panel of married people. <laughs> but but um, uh, so the idea is that maybe the way that you give it is the way that you want to get it, but it's not the way your parent, your partner wants to. Get exactly, it. it's not. The and way the way you want it is usually the way you deliver it. Yeah. So if you want words of affirmation, you know, constantly giving your spouse words of affirmation, but that's not what their love language mm-hmm. is. Yeah, they just want a hug. Yeah, it's falling on deaf ears. Yeah, it's falling on exactly. That's a great point. Shit. Great point. Great point. What a great show, man. Welcome back. That was <laughs> awesome, man. That was really dope. That was really dope. Oh, um, we gotta give a big prime example shout out to one of our listeners who's all the way in Niger, Africa. Uh, Somali's sister, she reached out. She said, yo, I listen to the podcast and I love you guys. Uh, and I was like, yo, thank you for your support. And also, who's your favorite host? You know, who's your favorite uh, panelist? And then she's like... Uh, me? No, I thought she was going to say me. Because you know what I mean? She reached out to me. She listened to the men here. <laughs> <laughs> and she said, yo, fact checker. She said, our very person? melanated fact checker. She barely person. Yeah, yeah. She's like, I always agree with... Uh, with everything person says, nah, you know? Yeah, no, you're dope, you're dope. And, and I told her, I'm like, yo, man, that's, uh, person's my favorite uh, panelist because person is my wife. Oh, no, mom. <laughs> <Just my>. That's <laughs> bias. <laughs> and, uh, and that's why our panel tonight, uh, the conversation was dope about. Uh, we appreciate the love, though, from Africa. Yeah, from man. Oh, from all over, man. Yeah, too. We do get a lot of love, and we I appreciate London, all that. UK, yeah. Europe. Yeah. 
all Middle over East, Canada. Canada, U.S. Dude, we have listeners in Russia, fam. Like that's what, Where? yeah, that's what the analytics tell me. <laughs> yeah, uh, we get together and have these conversations, so you guys can get together and have these conversations. Thanks for tuning in. Peace. Peace. Good night. Good night.